Hello, who's there? Rockburn Land Delivery Service! Oh, I don't, I don't believe that I've ordered anything. Oh, I believe that you have! Really? What, what is it then? What do you have there? Ah, uh, it's a new Rock Band Land broadcast podcast number three. It's a really good one. And it's got a leather strap on it so it'll stay on your head. It's 100% gluten free and it's made of the shine from the diamonds that Brian threw up this morning. Oh, that's right. I remember ordering this now. Oh, wonderful. You know, I'm a collector of all sorts of shiny diamond vomit objects. Shiny diamond vomit objects. All right then, lady, I'm just going to set this Rock Band Land broadcast podcast down here and I'm going to pull play. You mean pull? Play. No, ma'am, I don't. Here I go. One, two, three. Welcome to Rock Band Land with your friends, Rainbow Beast. Welcome to Rock Band Land. This is how it will go. First, we'll tell you a story, and then we'll rock your face off. First, we'll tell you a story, and then we'll rock your face off. First, we'll tell you a story, and then we'll rock your face off. I'm so sorry, I couldn't hear you. What did you just say? Aha, uh-huh, yes, this is the gist of what was just said. Anything is possible, everything is possible, even the impossible in rock and land. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends, family, and rockers! Welcome to another Rock Band Land Broadcast Podcast. My name is Brian. I am the host of the Rock Band Land Broadcast Podcast and the drummer from the world-famous band Rainbow Beast. Today, as always, we will be joined by my bandmates, Marcus and Jen. Hey, that's a pretty cherry ride you got there. What is that, a 452, 453? Hey, what kind of grease are you using that Marcus engine? When you are stuck... Always use the grease of your friends. No, not Marcus Engine. I will be joined, as always, by my bandmates Marcus and Jen. Rock Band Land Delivery Service, did somebody order a pair of moccasins? No, not moccasins. Marcus and Jen. Marcus and Jen. Say it with me. Marcus and Jen. Oh, I get, I get what you're talking about. You're talking about your cousin Jen. You got a, you got a cousin Jen is what you're talking about. Everybody, most of us got a cousin Jen. I got a, I got a sister Jen and I got a cousin Jen. A cousin Jen. Cousin Jin. Cousin Jin was a town on the Great River. Every year, the Great River would flood, and Cousin Jin was threatened to be washed away. But the people of Cousin Jin adapted, as people are so good to do. And the people of Cousin Jin, when they would get wet in the water, their arms would swell up, and their legs would swell up, and they would float to safety. Oh, the people of Kajinjin were so thrilled when they learned this that some people started making other people into boats so that everyone could float on a Kajinjin boat. And when they rode on those boats, the people of Kajinjin were very careful to never ever wear spiky shoes so that they did not puncture their friends that they floated on. Well, I'm sailing down the Great River, I'm a friend. Well, I'm sailing down the Great River, I'm a friend.
That's right, rockers. Here I am, putting on my moccasins and climbing in my car with the Marcus engine so that I can go down to Cousin Jen and see my friends Marcus and Jen who are floating on people boats. No, they're my bandmates, Marcus and Jen. They're going to be here with us soon. You will enjoy them like you enjoy snack crackers at noon. And now, a dramatic reading from Roald Dahl's classic tale, James and the Giant Peach, by a man enjoying snack crackers at noon. She was staring up to the branches with her mouth open wide and her eyes bulging as though she'd just seen a ghost. Look, she says, look, Sponge, look. What's the matter with you? Aunt Sponge demanded. It's growing, Aunt Spiker says. It's getting bigger and bigger. What is? The peach, of course. You're joking. Well, look for yourself. But my dear Spiker, that is... Perfectly ridiculous. Perfectly ridiculous. That is exactly what we strive for here at the Rock Band Land Broadcast Podcast. And this is the third Rock Band Land Broadcast Podcast. If you cannot be perfectly ridiculous, then why do you keep your grandmother's feet in the freezers of Spain? Because Anna has bunions make snowmen from onions and leave into decay. We'd like to take a moment now to learn a bit more about the life and times of Crestfield Tricycle the Fourth. My father was Crestfield Tricycle III. My mother had three sons. My brother had three legs. And in his third menagerie, he kept a bird with three wings. He called her Pizza. Pizza was a bird. And she flew into window. Pizza was a bird. Love your birds, everybody. Love your birds. Even if they have three wings and fly into the windows, love them. Love your birds. Now, people keep asking me, they say, Brian, can you please sum up for us in two words? What is Rock Band Land? And I tried, and I failed, and I tried again, and I failed. So I asked our rockers, I said, rockers, in two words, what is Rock Band Land? It's horns. It's horns? It's horns. Horns? It's horns. Did you say horns? It's horns. It's horns. It's horns. It's horns. It's horns, it's horns. Everything is rock band is horns. Horns, horns. Everything is rock band is cool horns. Horns, horns. Everything in rock band is horns. Horns. I want to listen to it. It's horns. Annika is exactly right. It's horns. The rock and roll sign language for, oh yeah, that is awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, Horns. If you would like to be on the Rock Band Land broadcast podcast, just like Annika was, please feel free to send us a recording to rockbandland at gmail.com. R-O-C-K-B-A-N-D-L-A-N-D at gmail.com. Keep it short if you would. We want to get as many rockers on here as we can, but please send us stuff. me, the old man that lives inside your body. I smell popcorn. What's that popcorn doing out there? Why won't you put some of that popcorn inside your mouth so I can have some? What's that?
popcorn doing? The popcorn is watching the movie. <laughs> Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies to get ourselves a. <laughs> From the moment that my life form circuits detected you, I have experienced the emotion that you humans called love. You must carry on, Shannon, for our robot baby in your belly is the future of human and robot kind. Oh, Maurice 35000, they're here, they're here. Hold me, Maurice 22 news big big news this week there's a remblin race coming to town that's right ladies and gentlemen the remblin race is coming back yes it's as always it's an adult only event so sorry kids at home if you want to participate you might just have to uh, climb into one of those bags and let adults carry you along the uh, treacherous terrain that they're going to experience uh, if you're interested in uh, in enrolling in the remblin race go on down to the remblin registration office and sign up down there they'll take care of you quite quite nicely i'm sure uh in other news the uh, top grossing movie this week is maurice three five thousand the robot who loved too much blah 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 so much for listening and boy oh boy my gosh golly that last song was sure the main event if, if there ever there was that was the evening delight sisters and they were performing their latest release entitled samurai sat on his sword i i can't tell you really what that song does to me it's uh the voices on those ladies i tell you they are just divine it's as if the angels themselves had come down from the heavens above and they they stopped over at the supermarket to buy some groceries and as they were checking out the clerk at the supermarket would say to them excuse me would 
would you like to, to donate to a cause of your favorite choice? And the angels were like, of course we would like to donate to a cause of our favorite choice. And the clerk would say, well, do you have a, a cause in mind? We have many options here on our on our digital screen that you could select from. And the angel was like, well, there's only one cause as far as we're concerned, and that cause is ensuring that the Evening Delight Sisters' voices stay as beautiful now as they will forever. So please just take our voices straight from our throats and deliver them directly to the Evening Delight Sisters. Can you do that for us, please, supermarket clerk? And the clerk will say, of course I can. I'm only here for two reasons. I'm here to ring up groceries and to deliver donations to where they should go. And good golly, I will, I will bring these directly to the Evening Delight Sisters. There you, there you have it, everyone. That's... That's my theory, anyway, on how they, they got those absolutely angelic voices on those ladies. Pure, pure majesty. Um, now we have a, a wonderful, wonderful treat. Uh, this is KRBL Radio, and, and here comes another original rock band land story. The Remblin' Race. James was large for his age, very large, in fact. He was so big that for most of his childhood, people mistook him for an adult. James didn't have any friends, and the kids at school were mean to him because James was so big. James got used to being alone and to doing things by himself. One day on his way to school, James saw a sign that caught his attention. It was a call for entry to an upcoming Remblin race. A Remblin race is an intense race where runners carry three children on their backs or in bags at their sides over a course filled with dangerous obstacles. The race lasts many days, and because of its great danger, only adults are allowed to run it. James knew that he was strong enough and fast enough to win, and he didn't think that he should be excluded just because he was only 12 years old. So, he went to the Remblin registration office and entered the race. Next in line, please. Name? My name is James. Age? I'm 32. You ever run a Remblin race before? Yes, many times. Many, many times. You got kids of your own to carry, or you're going to be borrowing kids to carry? I don't actually have any kids at all to carry. All right, we'll, we'll take care of that. Somebody get this guy some kids or some weights or something, all right? All right. Okay, yeah, you're in. You're in. James, of course, had lied about his age, but because of his size, they believed him and let him enter. Since he didn't have any friends, James didn't know any kids that he could carry during the race. So the judges gave him three large weights to carry instead. With his weights, he made his way to the starting line just before the race began. At the sound of the starting gun, James and the other racers took off running and soon encountered some of the many obstacles of the Remblin race, like poisonous snakes and sharp metal spikes that they had to climb over. James stayed at the front of the pack, and after a few days of racing, the other men in the race started to become suspicious of him. As they all grew stubbly beards, James's face stayed seemingly clean-shaven. Then they started to notice that he didn't have a single wrinkle on his skin. And at night, as all the men sat around the campfires resting from the day's leg of the race, they would sit and drink beer. James, however, did not. Hey, uh, Jimmy, you, uh, you want a beer or something over there? Uh, no, thank you. I'm really happy with my juice box and my milk. I appreciate it, though. Thank you. In the end, it was James's high voice that betrayed him. Fellas, I gotta tell you what, there's no way that that guy over there, that Jimmy guy drinking the juice box, there's no way that he is 32 years old. If he's 32 years old, then I, I am a pretty princess. But you are a pretty princess, Paul. <laughs> zip it, Mike, zip it. We gotta do something about this guy. 
The men finally called the judges in, and when they realized that James was in fact just 12 years old and that he had lied to enter the race, they had him arrested and taken off to jail. James spent a few days in jail, and while he was in there, he tried to petition the state capitol for them to let kids run the Remblin race. His petition was denied, but James was released from jail. The Remblin race was still going on, and James was certain that he could still win it. He put on a fake beard and disguised his voice with a voice changer. Check, check. Okay, a little bit lower. A little bit lower. There it is. All right, now I sound like a 32-year-old man. James then picked up his weights and began to run. Even though he was several days behind the other competitors, he quickly caught up with them and soon found himself once again in the lead. They all wondered who the bearded man with the low voice was, and they were very impressed by his speed as a Remblin racer. James ended up winning the Remblin race. The judges came out to greet him, and they presented him with a great trophy. James began to speak, and as he did, he pulled off his fake beard and turned his voice changer off. That's right, everybody. I won this race, this rumbling race. I won it fair and square. And you want to know another thing? I won it, and I'm a kid. That's right. I'm a kid. I'm 12 years old. No. So you can take your trophy and your awards, and you can throw them on the pile of trash on the floor. <gasps> James did just that. He threw the trophy in the garbage and walked off the rumbling course, knowing that he was a champion, whether he had a trophy or not. What a story, everybody at home. That there was the Remblin race. And what a fine man. Correction, he is a boy, not a man. James is a boy, not a man. Mr. James, there he is, having this incredible skill. And no one believes in him, and no one will let him do it. And he goes ahead anyway because he believes in himself, and he breaks the rules. He ends up in jail, and he still wins. Why? Because he's good at what he does, he loves what he does, and he believes in what he does. So there you go, people. No matter what anyone says, if you got something good that you do go ahead and do it no matter what just be nice about it and try not to make anyone super sick do you want anything um super sick there's a lady walking out in front of my house right now she's walking up and down in front of my house and she's got armfuls of empty clothes hangers and I, I know that she's looking for her clothes. She must have somehow misplaced every single one of her clothes, her shirts and her pants and her underwears and her socks and everything. I think she lost them. So I was thinking maybe we could all get together and help this lady out. Like if we all left our house right now and we all started looking for clothes and collecting any of the clothes we could find on the street. And you know there's a lot of clothes out there. Every corner has got clothes. So we will take all of the clothes and we'll, we'll set a meeting point, like a huge closet somewhere, like a giant closet somewhere in the city that's empty empty and we'll bring all the clothes there and we'll, we'll even get some extra hangers and hang them up for the lady and then someone will go up and tap her on the shoulder and give her a note and the note will say dear lady with the hangers we found all your clothes come meet us over here and then the lady will show up and we'll say surprise we found your clothes oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and family rockers at home, I, I just got some crazy news. Uh, it appears that somehow, some way, and I'm not sure how or which way, that uh, maybe the rock band land fairies are playing a trick or the wizard himself have come down and cast a spell on us, a little tricky, tricky joke joke. But somehow the messages got crossed and uh, Marcus and Jen are not in the studio as I'd hoped they'd be at this time. Uh, Jen apparently has gone off and uh, join a month-long staring competition with her friends. Now, she's an absolute champion at that, so she might be back much sooner than a month, but 
Good golly, she's off on that adventure. And now Marcus, it appears, uh, he thought that today was my cow painting day. And as you all know, this is not my cow painting day. Uh, you will hear the horns uh, when, when it is cow painting day. They'll be blasting throughout the village. But I got a call that Marcus uh, is down uh, in top of Leo. He's about to play a solo show in top of Leo. Uh, and then I checked down at the club. I called there. He's playing at this new place called the Bug Splat. And uh, I guess we're going to get a, a live feed coming through. Marcus is on stage now. Can we, is that thing working? Can we get that? Okay, it's coming in. Cool. Okay, there's, uh, it's coming any second now. We're going to live feed. This is Marcus Stays on stage performing some brand new solo material. Testing, testing, one, two, check, 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 okay. Oh, baby, I love apples falling from the tree at night. Is that good? All right. Hi, everybody. I'm Marcus. Uh, you all might know me from Rainbow Beast, but I'm playing solo tonight, so... Uh, yeah, Brian's painting a cow and Jen's having a month-long staring contest with some of her friends. Uh, this song's for you. It's about squirrels. This is my flamingo. She's so precious. This is my dog. He's so precious. This is my cat. It's so precious. This is my turtle. She's so precious. Knock, knock, knock. No one can get through my shell. Hello, I'm a turtle. Do you like me? Hey guys, uh, um, my friend and I have a have a question that we want to ask you, and I was just 
I'm a little nervous to ask you, so I was just gonna have him. I was gonna have, he's just gonna ask it himself. Go, go ahead, can you go ahead, go ahead, Kira. Yes, ask the question. Go ask the question, please. What do you? Why won't you guys put Christmas in summer? There's a remnant race coming up. James wants to race, but he's too young. He's only 12 years old. He's always been big for his age. So he entered in anyway. He's only 12 years old. The judges let him in, convinced by his size. And though he was a kid, as big as the other guys, he's only 12 years old. In a remnant
Man, oh man, what a good song that is. That is Remblin' Rays, performed there by Rainbow Beast and written with our friends in Original Lightning Trains. On that song, on that version right there, you heard all the rockers of Original Lightning Trains singing along, and Max and Sefe were featured vocalists there. Shazam! Now, if you're at home asking yourself, hey, how do I get into a really cool band like Original Lightning Trains? And hey, how do I get to write an original story? And hey, how do I get to write an original song with Rainbow Beast and have the best time of my life in one of the coolest classes that was ever invented by the people who invent classes? How do I do it? Well, my friends, the answer is simple. If you are between the ages of four and eight years old and you live in the San Francisco Bay Area then please have your parents send us an email here at rockbandland at gmail.com, R-O-C-K-B-A-N-D-L-A-N-D at gmail.com, requesting a spot for you, and we would love to put you on our list to get you in. Now, here's the thing. This is the trick. Our classes are sold out for months and months in advance, and we want you in our classes, but it might take a little while. But please, have hope. Have faith. It'll happen, my friends. If you want to rock out, we will get you in a band. But your parents have to email us first. So hit pause this instant if need be and go to your mom and dad or your mom and mom or your dad and dad or however it works in your family. Go to the person who drives you around and makes your delicious lunch for you and say, Hey, please get me in a rock band land band. Please write to Marcus and Brian over there at rock band land and get me in a band. And then come back and finish the rest of this awesome rock band land broadcast podcast. If you can hear my voice, then I can see you. Who am I? I am the great I. Only those who know how to stare can see the great eye. Okay, here's how you get good at staring. First, relax your face all the way down to your eyelashes. Then, look into your opponent's pupils, the black spots at the center of their eyes. They are portholes to inner space. You've heard of outer space out there? Well, there's an inner space, too, in here. Look through those portholes with soft eyes, beginner's eyes. Don't try this with your sharp winner's eyes. Keep looking. Let your gaze go deeper. See what you see. A jungle with enormous, rare bugs and birds? Or a desert with shimmering salt flats where oceans have evaporated? You might see some strange things, but your soft eyes in your opponent's inner space will tickle them, and quickly they will blink or laugh, depending on which rules you're playing by. That's the secret. He's a talking dog. Okay, dog, I'm going to throw this ball, and you have to go run and get it. Why should I go run and get it? It's better for you, huh? Huh? You hear me? It's better for you to go get it. You have better hands than me. How am I supposed to carry it with these godforsaken paws? Toy boat, 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 toy boat. Oh, that was 
a lot of times. <laughs> Time is still passing. Time is still passing, even though I'm just standing here. Simon is right. Time is always passing. And that is why it's so important that we enjoy our time. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope that you enjoyed your time here on this Rock Band Land Broadcast podcast. On behalf of Jen and Marcus, I am Brian, and we are all Rainbow Beast. Thank you for listening. Please send us some things, some jokes, some stories, some tongue twisters, anything that you think is fun or funny. And until we see you or hear you again, please, please, please go out there and do good things and then do silly things with those good things. Rock Band Land. Bye-bye.